This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 545. I am the CEO, so why am I confused about how I should spend my time? By Mike Smirklow of mikesmirklow.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator, and I'm here every single day with you, reading from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And we're gonna get right to our post today from Mike Smirklow as we optimize your life. I am the CEO, so why am I confused about how I should spend my time? By Mike Smirklow of MikeSmirklow.com. How a two-by-two matrix can solve time management struggles. You'd think that living in an era of technology-enabled efficiency like we do, it would be simple to manage our time. We have time management apps like Asana and Trello to handle deadlines, reminders, workflows, and all the nitty-gritty details of delegation. But most of these solutions are focused on efficiency, doing things right, and not on effectiveness, doing the right things. As an entrepreneur, this problem is multiplied exponentially. How and where you spend your time is more valuable than anything you have in your control. Before you ever get to automated workflows and collaborative calendars, you first need to figure out the basics of delegation. I struggled with this topic as a young entrepreneur and tried every trick imaginable. I found myself wasting hours on tasks someone else could do better, perhaps because I enjoyed doing them. Other tasks I mindlessly handed over to others in the spirit of delegation, even though I was uniquely qualified to complete that task myself. Unless you're acting as a sole proprietor, the challenge of balancing time management, capital utilization, and strategic priorities is a never-ending tug of war. And as your business starts to grow and scale, this tug of war becomes increasingly complex. You are faced with countless things to do with limited capital, time, and team members. At some point along my entrepreneurial journey, about the time that I was about to either get fired or committed to a mental institute, one of my mentors shared with me a simple four-step process based on the Eisenhower matrix that helped me with this never-ending dilemma of time management. In fact, this exercise became an annual obsession for me. In a growth company, the CEO's job changes almost every three to four months, as I sought the optimal formula for entrepreneurial success. Step one, use a two-by-two matrix to figure out what you are uniquely qualified to do. First, create a two-by-two grid, with the y-axis describing your skill, either good or bad, and the x-axis describing your passion, love or hate, and list a couple business functions that fit in the various boxes. The key is to figure out exactly what box a particular skill should fit in. Here are the high-level definitions in a bit more detail. One, upper right. I am good, slash, I love it. What task are you as CEO really good at doing? Not the things you think you are good at, but rather things that you have verifiable proof that you are uniquely qualified to complete. The key here is not only to determine what you are good at, but to assess how much you enjoy this part of your job. Two, upper left. I am good, slash, I hate it. What are the tasks that you are actually quite accomplished at, naturally or from prior training, but bring you no pleasure? For example, I started my career as a CPA, so I was actually very good at the financial part of the business, but I dreaded the annual budgeting process. The key here is to feel okay with this box too. No one loves every aspect of the job, not even the CEO. Three, lower right. I suck slash I love it. This is a pretty dangerous quadrant and one that is likely the hardest to have an accurate read. Do you love engaging in deep product reviews but flunked out of CS early on in college? 
Do you see yourself as a natural-born salesperson but have never carried a quota in your life? Look long and hard at this box, as it is really, really an important exercise in self-awareness. And four, lower left, I suck slash I hate it. Usually this seems like an easy box to fill out, but this quadrant can be a real trap for a lot of entrepreneurs. The key is to make sure you really do suck at the function versus just don't enjoy it. It is really easy to confuse these two emotions, enjoyment versus proficiency. Challenge yourself to make sure you aren't actually quite good at something you don't enjoy or vice versa. Step two, list your company's top priorities for the next six to 12 months. Now, this should be pretty straightforward from your budget or business plan. Think of the four to five things that if completed will really move the needle for your business. Do you need 20 paying customers in the next 12 months? Is launching the next version of your product critical to moving the business forward? Or maybe your key outcome is centered around international expansion. As a guide, these should be tied to key metrics that you have shared with your board or that you have decided are critical for your next round of funding. Basically, your goal here is to list the four to five things that are really make it or break it for your business in the next 12 months. Step three, compare your grid with your top priorities. Next, take a quick look at your grid. Take special note of how many of the top priorities for the business fall into the upper right quadrant of your grid. By reviewing this grid against your top priorities, you can quickly determine where the gaps are and make decisions as to what you will focus on personally. You can also see where some big gaps might be, and these should be your immediate focus as it relates to your team. If your top goal is to acquire 10 new customers, but you hate selling, you better have a great sales leader on your executive team. If not, get hiring ASAP. On the other hand, if get MVP in the market is your key goal, and you just happen to have spent five years in product management at Google, chances are that you can drive this outcome without a big external hire. And step four, allocate your time based on the grid. One mantra I learned early on was another simple concept. It is far easier to use the skills you already possess than to acquire new ones. In short, spend your time playing to your strengths and hire a team to overcome your weaknesses. For the grid, this means spending as much of your time in the upper right quadrant, good and love, and building out a team for the other areas of the matrix. By using this quick four-step process and comparing it to your top business priorities, you can quickly see what areas you should engage in, even temporarily, and what areas you should quickly seek help in. This is, after all, the essence of effective delegation and time management. You just listened to the post titled, I am the CEO, so why am I confused about how I should spend my time? By Mike Smirklow of mikesmirklow.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Mike. He is the author of the book, Mr. Monkey and Me. That is a real talk guide to cultivating a mindset to support greatness in entrepreneurs. And I actually narrated an excerpt from that book back in episode 88 of this podcast. So you can check that out if you missed it. Mike is an experienced entrepreneur, investor, and business leader driven by the desire to turn ideas into reality. Having bought and scaled a small business into a publicly traded company worth nearly a billion dollars in value, he's got a deep understanding of the hard work, dedication, and grit that truly powers successful entrepreneurship. Today, as the co-founder and managing director of Next Coast Ventures, Mike is a champion for a new generation of entrepreneurs building disruptive companies in big markets. So he is a great author for this show, a really perfect fit. And you can come by his site to check out his work. That's mikesmirklo.com, and Smirklo is spelled S-M-E-R-K-L-O. And as usual, I do have that linked in this episode's description. Okay, that's gonna do it for today. I appreciate you being here each and every day with me and uh, listening all the way through. And I'll be right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.